Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit in Every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello And welcome to another episode Of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And it is Thursday So that means we are Breaking down some of the Trending stories from this Last week And my guest Helping me break it all down She is, man Just an incredible singer Songwriter A creative director her debut album, Cassette, is available everywhere right now. Andrexa, how you feeling? Hey! That's an amazing um, intro. That's oh. an amazing intro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. Of course. I mean, you do a lot of different things. So I wanted to make sure that I brought up that you're more than just a singer. You're more than just a creative. You know, you're also yeah. a a business person and, and all of the above. So I want to make sure I, I showed you some respect. Ah, uh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> so the first thing I have to say is my English is my second language. Mm-hmm. So maybe when I say something, you know, like it's not per- like it's not perfect, but yeah. so understand me. Understand me. Listen, I, I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, if you want to say something in Spanish, I'll try and translate it and I'll embarrass myself as okay. well. So we're good. We're both <laughs> we're both here. I'm not great at Spanish. You're not great at English. And we're going to make it work. Okay, cool. <laughs> Beautiful. Me gusta. So if it's cool with you, I want to get into a couple current events from this last week. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, listen, we'll, we'll start with some pop culture stuff. Uh, everybody's favorite celebrity couple, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, had some uh, rumors that were swirling around the internet. You have, man, on the on a more serious side, Governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is losing his damn mind uh, as he is reacting to President Biden lifting Title 42, which, of course, was uh, enacted by former President Trump as a means to get rid of migrants at the border. And now Greg Abbott is being petty and he's doing it with people's lives. On the positive side of things, man, for our Mi Gente segment, we will celebrate somebody from our community who's just doing amazing things. 
And man, she just keeps on doing incredible stuff. Carol G, we're going to talk about her and her Coachella set and just the amazingness that that she is and, and all that she did to represent for Latinos. And of course, we'll have our Ask a Gringo segment later on in the show where I'll ask y'all a question based upon one of the stories that we've been covering. But first, let's do a bit of a deep dive into some of the nonsense from this last week in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. I want to I want to start in in the world of pop culture, right? In entertainment, in music, where you exist, and people were going crazy on the internet over this story that Rihanna was allegedly cheated on by ASAP Rocky uh, with a woman who worked for her company. I'm not sure if you saw this rumor when it was kind of going crazy on the internet. Yeah, I saw. I saw a little bit, mm-hmm. and I saw that Rihanna or, or, or the girl. Yeah. That 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 that's um that slide that she never hooked up with uh with ASAP Rocky. Uh, with, yeah, yeah, with ASAP Rocky and all mm-hmm. that. Like I don't know what's the truth, but I think like people are crazy. Like you know, it's a <laughs> lot of a lot of like things happen in the war, mm-hmm. and you know, like the the most like viral content is like Rihanna and they said Rocky or right. this or that you know like it's all gossip and mm-hmm. it's exactly the same in the Latin war with mm-hmm. Anuel Carol G yes. Jaili and all that it's like you know like it's a lot of other things like it's fine one day today but you know like they keep doing right. it for like months and it's like okay we're done like it's fine they're together. Right, right. But the the, the sad thing is, though, it came out that this was all a lie because somebody just posted on Twitter, like a random person posted on Twitter this story, and everybody ran with it, and it was a lie. So I mean, I for for you, I mean, you're you're in the the public eye. You know, you're building your career. I know a lot of your songs are about love, right? Does this kind of make you a little bit nervous about having a, a relationship or, or or not having one that's public, I guess you could say? Yeah, you know, like relationships are difficult in private. Mm-hmm. Can right. you imagine in public? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's really hard for, for me right now. So my boyfriend is a musician and artist. Too. Mm-hmm. So we have like, I think, yeah, public relationship but the thing is he he kind of hate instagram so he never like posts like frequently and all that and it's like okay it's like pretty much he doesn't like you know he he doesn't be in it so much and so it's like i don't know i don't post too much about my personal life Mm -hmm. um like in that aspect in my life because sure. all the other aspect is my personal life too like my music right. and my art and everything right. is really personal for me yeah. but you know like it's something that i really want to share and the other things i think it's not necessary you know like mm-hmm. it's just like i just want to be with my boyfriend you know right. things and know like sure you know right. it's like something like that i think when we like if you're si tu eres más grande like, mm-hmm. like ASAP Rocky or Rihanna, yeah. like, or oh, oh, the other Latino, mm-hmm. I think it's different because people are more like 
active, you know, yeah. like everything, right. like they want, they want the last minute news, right. you know, and it's como que, okay, so me da un poquito de nervios llegar a ese momento, pero creo que still, I'm gonna tell people like, you know, like, yo también soy un humano, mm -hmm. you know, like, yo creo que la manera de, de conversar con la gente yeah. es lo que al final va a destruir este path de, yeah. de, the gossip, like crazy paparazzi shit. Que, que, right. yeah. Like, yeah. antes yo creo que mientras más aware seamos los artistas de que somos igual personas y nos demos ese puesto y nos respetemos, mm -hmm. como que poco a poco la gente va a dejar. You know, like, yeah. it's tan intense. Aunque right. es cool igual tener, like, you know, gente talking about you and all that, pero right. llega un momento en que también es complicado. Right, right. Well, yeah, I think it, when it when it becomes this obsession is when it gets scary, right? I think that that's what it is. Is like when you and you brought up Carol G and on. Well, that's a good example because there is this obsession. I mean, but it, but it's also because they're both artists, right? It's like like that's what makes it tough. And it's funny you're dating somebody who also is an artist. I imagine that's a little bit tougher. That's almost like the the rule they say: don't date another another artist, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. He's my yeah. first uh, boyfriend that does the same, like, music and all that. Yeah. And it's that. Uh, yeah, and we broke up four months, like, mm -hmm. a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we're in a different moments in life. And we're sure. like, okay, I love you, you love me, but, you know, can be together right now. Right. And then we're back together. But in that time that we broke, that we broke up, like, when people that... The, lo conoce a él. Yeah. Me preguntaban en las interviews, like, hey, how's Gabriel? How right. was, porque aparte, he's in my album. And, mm. and, the, and the question was like, how's working with Gabriel Garzón Montano? And I was like, okay. Right. <laughs> right, right. Uh, or right. how's everything with Gabriel? And it's like, okay, you have to sound like you broke up, you know? Like, right. you know? Yeah. Like, so, era kind of annoying a little yeah, bit. Of course. And, and it was like, pero creo que siempre desde el amor, you know, desde la verdad. Mm -hmm. uh, creo que uno puede como que combatir esas cosas y, mm -hmm. y, e ir ahí como que mostrándose cada vez más real. I love the way Carol he managed the situation, you know, like, yeah. it was like so perfect. I was like, okay, she's fine, you know, right. because she did it like, per like, Right, right. When you're in the public eye, it's a little bit tougher because you have people asking you questions. But the reality is, you, even if you were a regular person, your family would be asking you like, oh, how is so and so? Right. And you would have to answer that question like, oh, we broke up or whatever it is. Right. So. And it's annoying. Right. It, it's still it's still annoying. And that's that's actually a great point, because I think, you know, interviewers don't realize that because they might not see you as a human being in that same way. Right. Like you're a person going through things and they're not talking to you the same way they would want to be spoken to, you know, when they when they have personal things like that going on. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. The, the next story I want to talk about and get your opinion about is is immigration here in the u.s right because i know that you use your platform especially in your songs you have auto negro when you talk about you know uh wanting to fight for your people right and and talk uh on behalf of immigrants and just how hard it is 
to build yourself up. You know, you have uh, songs like Sangre Poderosa, right? When you're really like trying to represent for your people. And I know you're from Venezuela. So you you had um, this just happened, I think, on Tuesday where you had the governor of Texas is basically taking immigrants that are crossing the border and busing them to Washington, D.C., right? Just sending them to Washington, D.C., uh, basically saying, you know, that now it's going to be their problem. But the, the sad thing is these guys are using this as like a political game, but they're forgetting the people that that are involved in this, right? The, the immigrants that are coming here, not because they want to just come to the United States, but because their safety you know, is is at risk where they're from. I mean, for for you, you know, you see the stories of, of immigrants and, and how they're treated in this country. And obviously you've written songs about it. You know, talk to me a little bit about kind of the, the feelings that you get when you see stories like this one uh, that and then write songs like the ones you've written. So the first thing I'm, I'm, I'm an immigrant, like I'm yeah. Latina first generation. Yeah. You know, I lived here. I'm here uh, with asylum. Mm-hmm. I can I can go out of the states, wow. and and it's really sad for me to be honest that like the mm-hmm. way the government treat immigrants right here, mm-hmm. because I think this um this country is built by immigrants. Absolutely, you know, and and it's like sometimes we believe nosotros creemos que mm-hmm. venir para acá. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like safety, and it's gonna be uh, right. life changing. And sometimes it's like that for some people, you know. But for some others, like it's hard, and they're you know, I'm in jail or preso or in, like in jaulas. I don't know how right. to say that anymore. Yeah. Like in in jaulas, in boxes, yeah. yeah. Uh, in cars, like kids, like ki- kids, like. They're separate families just mm-hmm. for, just, you know, for borders or yeah. because like they're, I don't know, you know, like it's a lot of like crazy things that for me, no tienen like any, ex, you know, explicación. Right, right. And it's hard, like, understand why it's like that with Latinos. Yeah. And, you know, and it's still with like with immigrants for mm-hmm. like, in, from everywhere, right, right. It's not just Latinos, you know. It's like immigrants from all over the like the world. Yeah. But the thing is, the Latinos love, like, look, have or or they grow or we grow mm-hmm. with the American dream, you right. know. And growing up, it's like, oh, okay, you know, if my 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 country or my city or whatever is bad. Mm-hmm. So maybe I have this opportunity to go there, right? Because there I'm gonna have job, I'm gonna have life, you know. Like maybe mm-hmm. I can find like a stable, um, you know, life because yeah, I can live right here in their country and in our country. So right. it's like okay, we believe in that situation, and we, you know, when nosotros venimos, mm-hmm. y cuando venimos, like they send us. To, Washington DC or they right. send it to the right. jail or that, yeah. that you know and they didn't know that. Yeah. And it's like kind of tricky and and also for the people like me, mm-hmm. like I'm here, I was a kidnap in Venezuela twelve years mm. ago. Wow. And I came here with uh with us with an asylum. 
So yeah. they're like, support me right here, but sure. I can live out of the country. And yeah. I've been waiting for my for my status, or for my por mi cita, for my yeah. date to go to the court, whatever, right. for seven years now. Wow. And it's like, they just, like me, I have yeah. a lot of friends and I know a lot of people like that. And it's like, sometimes I share my story here in, yeah. in, in LA or in other places, you know, like, right. like the, the Latino community is not like crazy. And yeah. they're like, what? Yeah. I, tell me more. It's like a yeah. really interesting story. And that's the reality for a lot of people that I know. Yeah. And uh, that's my reality. Like I can, I can, I can go to my, I can go back to my country. I can see my family because mm. I can live here. Right. You know, like and and I pay taxes and I pay yeah. like everything. Right. Like I live right here as an American and as yeah. a, you know with everything, but I can really live. And at the end of the day, if I wanna, you know, if I wanna buy a house, it's gonna be yeah. different for you than yeah. not for me. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. just like because I'm not from here, and they don't they didn't care that if I pay taxes or if I do this or if I do that. Right. Like it's whatever. You're not right. from here. You know, right. you're an immigrant. So right. it's like I don't know. It's like a intense conversation. Sure, <laughs> sure. But but yeah, it's like I hope you know, like I'm like me. I know a lot of older people, a lot of Latinos first generation that been yep. working in a lot of different um industries like yeah. i'm in the music industry but i saw like a lot of older people like in fashion in mm -hmm. in art you know like latino first generation like putting out the you know the flag and we're here we're different yeah. you know we're older generations we need with we we deserve different you know yeah. it's just that because we're you know we're sharing our, you know, our knowledge, our art, our, you know, our, I don't know, our life in right. this country. So it's like, it's just like, I really, I'm working to be treated like normal, you know, right. like, it's like, I don't know, it's like, I'm a Latino, I have a different accent, maybe I don't speak the same way as than you, but you don't speak the same way than me, neither, exactly. you know? Like, if mm -hmm. you go to my country, you're going to be an alien, No me. Right, right. You right. know, and it's like, don't look at me like that. You know, don't, don't treat me like that. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. like, because, I don't know, I think I'm still, like, it's a lot of, like, racism, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. a lot of like, racism, yeah. people. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of, like, uh, um, you know, I'm muy classista, like, oh, yep. Mexican, oh. Are you Mexican? No, I'm right. Latina, but I'm not Mexican. You know, right. I'm from Venezuela right. and I respect yeah. Mexico, but it's of like, course. no, every Latino, it's Mexican. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And that's racism, though, in, in itself, because they just make everybody, they, instead of having to learn that we all are, are from different places and have similar cultures, but we also have different things, you know, uh, about us as well, they would rather just call us all Mexicans and and it's sad because Mexican has become like this, you know, dirty word for racist almost. You know what I mean? To call all of us Mexicans to point out that we don't belong here. And I love how you you started. I mean, saying nobody's actually from the United States, right? Everybody here is an immigrant. Everybody here is a descendant. Their family came from somewhere to come here, you know, and and it's just become 
racism flat out that they treat Latin immigrants the way that they do in this country. You know, I mean, you, you look at somebody like yourself, you know, you said you're paying taxes, you're, you're a positive contributor to, you know, society, right? You're, you're paying into this country, you're doing everything right. And they're not giving you the opportunity to to, you know, have the freedom that you deserve at this point. Right. You know, and that's the 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 sad thing about it, especially when you talk about all that the U.S. has done in, you know, South American countries, in Central American countries, you know, to to hurt those countries and the and, and all that they could be doing to help make things a little bit better in those places, you know, but they would rather just be racist towards us and point out, you know, how, how different we are and, and create all kinds of lies about, you know, us being lazy and not paying our fair share, all these different things that they make up, you know. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's important. I love how you're sharing that story because a lot of people don't realize just how difficult, you know, it is to, to you know, get here in this country and get your paperwork and all of those, those different things. You know, I, I'm glad that you shared that. I mean, seven years is a, is a long time to be trying for that. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and it's really important to talk, you know, like have these conversations Yeah, because it's, I don't know, it's like, it's hard for yeah. some people. And sometimes like, I know a lot of like artists, like really good artists in Miami, yeah. like kids, yeah. 22, yeah. 23, they're with asylum. Yeah. And, you know, they're like kind of, kind of like depressed a little bit. It's just because yeah. like, you know, like they're not from here. Yeah. They're not like, they don't believe that it is possible, you know, because mm. they have to work in an Uber, yeah. or they have yeah. to work in a hotel, or they have to go in a building in the right. process, or, you know, and it's like, you know, like, how can we do it? Like, we can right. go to the, to the university because we don't have money. You know, right. we have to pay here and we have this art, but how can I share my art if I don't know yeah. anyone? Or, you know, right. like, they're like, kind of like, you know, perdiendo como faith, you know, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, losing faith. Yep. Yeah, lose the faith a little bit. It's like, mm -hmm. no, you can do it, you know, we can do it. Like, it's just like, do it, you know? Right, it's, right. It, the thing is, do it every day, no matter what, yeah. no matter like anything. It's just yeah. like, I think if we, like, si somos más, los que mm -hmm. estamos compartiendo every day, yeah. it's gonna be some. Like, más pronto que, que tarde, mm -hmm. it's going to be a different, you know? Yeah. It's going to be like, it's, we're going to build something and it's going to be like, oh, okay, this is, you know, like, we're here and we're like, sure, or, or, or aportar o aportamos este, esta, este arte de manera diferente. So, I hope that, you know, like, I, we, no, nunca podemos perder la fe. I think that's right. the, the that's the most important thing. No, absolutely. And I love that. Like if we all come together, you know, and 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 have that same faith together, then we're powerful. You know, if we're as long as we're all coming together, we can make the the things that we want to to happen. And the last thing I'll, I'll say on that is, you know, you talking about not being able to go visit your family like that. That's unimaginable to me. Right. That sounds crazy to me. And and I think people need to realize, like the level of sacrifice that you're you're going through just for your own safety, right? Like you talk about being kidnapped when you were younger and then now you have no choice but to come here basically for your own safety, for a better life. And that means not being able to see your your family, you know, and travel back home to, to see them. I think people don't realize how difficult it actually is. They just think, 
oh, immigrants are coming here and now they're getting this free ride and they're living this great life. But they don't realize how difficult it is to leave everything you knew behind because you had no choice because your, your safety, you know, was, was what you had to prioritize, uh, you know, to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's total, like, 100%. I always think about that. It's like, I'm always thinking, like, if people understand, like, immigrants are, like, really, you know, like, in un proceso, and, mm -hmm. like, we, nosotros perdimos, no perdimos, pero, you know, like, perdimos, like, el momento con nuestra familia. Of course. Compartir con ellos, el estar mm -hmm. con ellos, you know, nuestros amigos. Mm -hmm. like, nuestra routine, nuestra vida, you know, our life. Yeah. And it's, it, aquí en México, en México, en mm -hmm. LA se ve muchísimo yeah. menos, este, yeah. pero en Miami, por ejemplo, yeah. like, you, it's a lot of immigrants, like, like first generation, right. you know, and it's like different. The immigration is different than here. Yeah. And they're like lawyers, they're like architects, right. they're like, You know, like really like great people que estudió, que se preparó. And right. they're doing like deliveries, Uber, right. you know, like all that because they can live in their country. And right. also they can go back. Also. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's, and it's like, okay, we have to survive here. And they have kids right. and they have what, you know, they have family. And it's like hard for them right. to. Of and, and it's like, um, you know, like you have to, you have to be in that position, aunque no la veas, aunque no la sientas, you know, aunque de repente no eres tú, pero maybe mm -hmm. your parents going, going through that, you know, yeah. like he ran out, you don't realize because, you know, you're here and you're like, you're American, you have your past, right. whatever, you know, it's like normal for you, but maybe right. for your parents wasn't normal. Right. You know, and that's that. You can't lose the empathy, right? Like, just because you're in a better position doesn't mean then you look down on people who aren't anymore, right? That's what it comes down to. Like, yeah. people, get, people get like up, you know, they go up, they get here, and then they forget about how hard it is down there, right? And they just, you know, pretend that it doesn't exist or they pretend that these aren't human beings or that they were not once they themselves trying to make a better life, right? And we have to keep that that empathy for one another as human beings, right? And 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 that's, I think, what it all comes down to. Yeah, and we're privileged, you know? Right. Like, right. We are privileged. Like, nosotros somos privilegiados de vivir la, mm -hmm. la vida que vivimos, you know? Yeah. This life that we live, It's crazy, you know, like yeah. for me, I'm grateful every day. It's like, yeah. okay, you know, I live in my art. I right. wake up, make music, you know, right. have a gaming room, da da. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but I pay for all that. You know, right. like it's nobody right. comes to me and so I'm like, yeah. yo, Andresa, you don't have a gaming room? Like, right. no. Like I paint, I build, you know, right. like that's all a process, a journey. But yeah. it's like, but I feel grateful because sure. living here give me the opportunity to do that. So yes. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful for the opportunities to, you know, to, to stay here and have mm -hmm. the opportunity to build something that is something mm -hmm. that in my country, no, no lo puedo hacer. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, 
you know, like I'm still grateful for everything that I can mm-hmm. make here with my efforts, with my discipline, with my mm-hmm. trabajo duro, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the other way or the other, you know, the other side of everything mm-hmm. that yeah. for immigrants, like maybe no tienen la, la fortuna que tengo yo de tener mm-hmm. esta posibilidad de share art o de, you yeah. know, de vivir de esta manera. Hay people que no lo tienen. Hay gente que right. es like, como people que, que trabaja mm-hmm. like, in, in corporates and blah, blah. You know, like, it's right. like different. They, they think different and it's harder. Yeah, yeah. No, a- absolutely. I think you're, you're bringing up a lot of really great points. So, I mean, we talked about some some kind of really heavy stuff, some some sadder uh, kind of stories. Let's let's talk about some some positive things. A positive story I want to talk about for our mi, mi gente segment. Before that, though, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky, quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? 
Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. We talked about Carol G earlier, and I have to give her props for her Coachella set, right? Carol G used her Coachella set to pay tribute to some of the biggest Latino music icons who never got a chance to play on the Coachella stage, right? So she she played songs from people like Selena, uh, Celia Cruz, Ricky Martin, and Shakira. I mean, when when you see something like this, you know, somebody who is, you know, uh, you know, basically in the in the same kind of group as you are when it comes to this generation, and you see them paying that kind of homage and respect to the the people who came before them. How does that make you feel? Great, amazing. Yeah. I love Carol G. Yeah. Um, it's like it's really important for me that someone is like aware. And also mm-hmm. it's fascinating for me see su crecimiento, you know, yeah. because Carol G ha venido like creciendo de cierta manera hasta convertirse yeah. en esto, you know, like for right. so many years. Like she's yeah. been doing this for like I don't know, 13 years. Yeah, um, yeah she's been on the grind. Something, yeah. something like that, 15 years. I don't know. Like, she's right. been doing this for a lot of years and yeah. see, like, su crecimiento and, and see, like, the way he is growing his career, yeah. her career. It's amazing for me. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's great that people, yeah. o, o una mujer, you know, yeah. que vaya a representar sin ego, a decir, you know what, I'm mm-hmm. here to support my people, to represent right. my culture, and represent yes. my culture with my music and with their mm-hmm. music, you yes. know? And it's, like, really important because a lot of people is, you know, like, driving this ego, right? And it's, right. like difficult because if they told you you're going to be performing in Coachella and you have 30 right. minutes and you right. have 50 songs you're gonna yeah. you you really want to play at least 40 right you know? <laughs> and it's like fuck how can yeah. I make my 40 songs but you never think of, oh you know what maybe Celia Cruz right Coachella Right. You know, right. maybe Selena se murió antes de que Coachella, you know, it's like, right. and, and que a alguien, no sé si se le ocurrió a ella o se le ocurrió yeah. a otra persona, ¿verdad? Yeah. Pero whatever, sea lo yeah. que sea, like, yeah. for me, it was like, okay, right. that's it, you know, that's it, yeah. because, like, es lo que te digo, we're open doors, like, different yeah. doors, everyone is open different doors, you know, like, yeah. Bad Bunny is different. It's open a door. Carol yeah. G, it's open a door. Uh, yeah. Kaliuchis, it's open a door. You know, like yeah. everyone, it's open a door. And we're like, right. for me, as an artist, like emerging artist, it's like yeah. great. Because yeah. you'll be in box for so fucking many years. And right. it's like right now, same people que está haciendo cosas diferentes. It's like, okay, you know, like I want to yeah. share my shit because like they're going to understand. Ten years right. ago, it's like, I don't want to share this because, like, I don't do yeah. reggaeton and do dembow. You know, like, right. it's hard for me, like, as an artist, like, next generous and all that. Like, yeah. sharing. Pero viendo que toda esta gente, like, está abriendo, quitando esas, like, bandanas del, yeah. 
de lo del de lo conventional de lo que de, right. de, 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 you know, del gaming del yeah breaking the barriers radio, you know, de, you know yeah. what I mean yeah. like it's yep. like some things is like okay this is different I want to mm -hmm. do this and Carol G I think with a lot of like gossip that she had and everything yeah. that we talked before and all that she's like focus on her career focus on yeah. build like you know support her culture and it's really beautiful for me. Yeah, no, I think you you put it greatly. You know, it's paying homage to your culture, celebrating your culture. And then people like her are kicking down the door, like you said, for people like yourself and allowing for people to experiment and really be truly themselves, which is beautiful. Somebody like Bad Bunny is a great example of that. You know, uh, I mean, let's let's talk about you and your music now. I mean, I, I checked out the album. Like I said before, I thought it was amazing. I love, you know, how different it is and, and how you're just messing with so many different genres. Um, and, and I, I want to kind of talk first and foremost, you know, when I see you, your social media, your visuals, everything is very fun, right? It's like sexy, it's fun. And then I listen to your music and, and when I focus on the lyrics, I'm like, man, it's very self-aware. It's very intelligent. It's very introspective, you know, and it's like this full, this full human being, right? You're not just one thing. But traditionally in media, in the entertainment industry, in music, women have to be basically one thing, right? They have to either be the sexy um, artist or they have to be the artist that's like the strong, intelligent one, right? So, I mean, for you, how do you kind of find the way to navigate and, and be both in a culture that has not always been open to that? I mean, man, especially in Latin music, this machismo culture, right? Yeah. So <laughs> how... How do you kind of fight through that and, and find like the way to kind of really just show you can be all of these things at one time? Man, I've been me, you know, like I think it's just me. Like I'm like that. Like yeah. I think I I have the mind I have. I have my brain, mm -hmm. you know, like I don't have all the brain, but I yeah. really like this aesthetic and, and I really like like everything you see, it's created yeah. by me. Like the videos. Mm the like I edit my videos, like I direct the videos, you know, like it's like I take my photos, I edit my photo like everything. Everything aesthetic wise is yeah like my from my you know from my creativity. Yeah. Right. And it was like really interesting for me, like you know, like mix this to universe because I think it's it's like you said, like it's a lot of people in the same box that it's like, mm -hmm. or if you're sexy, you can be the smart girl. And if you're the right. smart girl, you can go with this type of shirt to this event mm -hmm. because they want right. to see you like, um, like, you know, like bad. And yeah. it's like, uh, why? If mm -hmm. I want to dress like this and if I have my mind, why mm -hmm. they're going to you know, like treat me different because the way yeah. I like fashion. Like right. I don't like your t-shirt and I don't tell you because that's right. the what you like. Right. You know, right. Like, it's like some sometimes people is for me, I don't know, están pendiente de cosas que realmente no se matter. You know, like lo que realmente importa es lo que la gente tenga para decir. You know, yeah. y yo creo que eso es un poco de lo que yo soy y with my lyrics is like you know like I'm I'm that person I'm really like self aware of my life I really want to yeah. be present I really want to mm -hmm. live my life I don't want to 
you know, like, I don't know what happened tomorrow. I don't know if, si yo me muero mañana, like, hoy yo viví el mejor día de mi vida, ¿no? Right, like, right. it's like, I don't want to regret anything in my life. Right. And, and it's like, okay, if I want to share my music, I don't want to, of course, I song, I have songs like Love, Perreo songs, like Pedro right. Pan. Pedro yeah. Pan is like Peter Pan, but my version yeah. in Latino, Pedro Pan. Right. right? And it's like, <laughs> Pedro Pan, no fuimos a la luna. You know, it's yeah. like fun. It's like, let's yeah. go. You know, it's party. Right. And have like a different kind of like conscience about love and about immigrants still. And I said yeah. like, no importa, no soy americana. When they sell us por la ventana, you know, it's like, right. I don't care. I'm not from here, but I'm going to go, you know, right. let's go. But it's still smart. That's what I'm saying. Like, even though it's a fun dance record, it's still smart if you're really paying attention to what you're actually saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, you know, like, I want to, I want to, like, do conscious things in that, mm -hmm. you know, right. in that frame. I don't want to, like sit down with people and tell them like yo look latino you know it's like right. no because right. they're not gonna pay attention to me like that's not gonna happen you know that's uh, but if they're you know you're tan bailando vacilando sangre poderosa it's like yeah. tengo sangre poderosa yo soy otra cosa yo soy libertad you know like right. it's like right. las mujeres por tantos años no nos hemos sentido libertad You know, mm -hmm. nos hemos sentido tan amarradas, tan like, yep. you know, stuck and, and in, yeah. in like, I don't know, crazy, you know, like, right. women are being through a lot of things, emotional and, yeah. and also like socially and a lot of things. But, you right. know, like, if I'm going to sing and I'm going to celebrate the powerful blood that we have, I'm not going to mm -hmm. like cry. I really want to mm -hmm. go and dance with my girls, you know, right. it's like. Right. That's the thing, and that's the that's my mindset behind yeah. Sangre Poderosa. Yeah, yeah, it's it's authenticity, right? It's being real, and and no person is just one thing. And I think that the internet probably has helped that a lot. And then, of course, we've mentioned the people like the Bad Bunnies of the world, right? Who ha he has no fear of being made fun of for what he's wearing or paint, you know, painting his nails, especially coming from this machismo culture in reggaeton and all these places. You know, and and somebody like yourself, you know, you're 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 showing a full human being, right? Like even when I'm sad, it doesn't mean that I just want to sit in my room and cry. Maybe I want to go out and dance, you know, like you said, with your friends and things like that, right? So it's the ability to kind of do both, you know, like you mix the medicine with the candy, almost, right? Like you give people the information that they need, but you give it to them in a way that they're open to getting it, right? And I think that's what's important. Now, last thing I want to talk about is a song fast, right? Because we've been talking about women. And, and this is a really powerful, powerful song because you're talking about the psychological abuse that, that women face, right? And, and that you're, you're basically yelling out and calling out for peace and, and respect and the equality for women. So, I mean, let, let's talk a bit about, I guess, your experience and what drives you to be so inspired to want to talk about this in particular. It's a canción, past yeah. one of my favorite songs, to be honest, of the album. I'm gonna drop the uh, the video next week, mm. and it's I've been through a lot of things emotional in my life, and sometimes sure. I didn't realize what is abuse and what is normal. Mm. 
you know, like it's like right now, of course, I'm aware, but in the past, it was like, you know, like sometimes it's a little things that you don't really understand that right. is abuse, you know, okay, it's like agresión emocional. Right. Sometimes and like relationships you're talking about? The relationships, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like you don't understand that situation. You don't understand that some people drain your energy and some mm. people like just being with you for some reasons and for some right. things, just that. Right. You know, like and especially for women, we've been through a lot of like emotional things in this mm. machismo culture, in this like yep. it is, you know, situation in life that yeah. we're dependent yeah. of men's. You know, right. like I think that era it's done. You know, like yeah. that era is like, okay, it's in the past. But it's yeah. still it's a lot of people that growing up with that mentality and it's hard for them to understand right now. And right. and it's like words, it's like actions, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, a little things that hacen mal a, a, a las mujeres y hacen mal mm-hmm. en el crecimiento y en la evolución de nosotros. Entonces, right. esta canción es pretty much I'm yelling like that situation. Y yeah. aparte de eso, I was so inspired um, cuando cuando esto, cuando el, todo el tema de eh, eh, pasó en Arabia con las mujeres en donde yeah. um, aprobaron una ley like this um, ley que no podían like the, the women can work, the women can mm-hmm. be outside yeah. después del yeah. 6 p.m. Ta, ta, ta. Yeah. And, and, and las mujeres estaban montándose like in, in, in aviones, like yeah. estaban yendo, I don't know if you saw it. It was really, really bad. And yeah. it's like, you know, like I was so inspired about that situation. I was like, that day I went to the studio and I told my friends, yo, let's do, like, let's talk about this abusional you know, emotional things that women yeah. do because it's like kind of crazy. And I wrote this song with a really friend of mine, Mimi Rose. Uh, she's Argentinian. And she was like kind of in the same mind of me. And, and, yeah. and we wrote this together. And and yeah, that's been, that, that's been really, really crazy. And sometimes people, like your partner, or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, right. sometimes people didn't realize that they treat you in some way because right, right. it's not their fault. It's sometimes it's not their fault. Es la manera en la que ellos yeah. han sido criados. You know, it's right, the way, right, the way they raise them. It's the way mm-hmm. they're growing up. It's it's just that. It's like sometimes it's yeah. hard. And and I saw like, yo he estado con gente impresionante, amorosa, yeah. increíble, you know, right. and it's like they don't have the tools to navigate situation, and they right. treat you in a way sometimes that you don't deserve. You know, right. like but that thing tiene que venir de ti. You have to realize, right. okay, this I don't deserve, and this I can understand. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes okay, I'm gonna understand this because this person doesn't have the tool, and they wanna you know learn or whatever. But sometimes right. it's like. No, sometimes people like treat you bad and you have to, yeah. you just have to tell them like, you know what, they haven't bad though, like, right, right. Aquí, like, I'm good, you're there, I'm here, you know, like, yeah. it's like chilling, 
And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And it's it's a good point that you bring up that it's abuse doesn't just mean physical abuse, right? It doesn't just mean putting hands on somebody. People can be emotionally abusive, right? And I think that that's what a lot of people don't realize, you know, because you might hear this thing of like, oh, well, at least he doesn't hit me or things like that. But they don't realize, you know, that if somebody's taking draining your energy or they are purposely trying to control you, that is still another form of abuse. And that's not healthy for you and your and your mental health. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I think the mental health is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, you know, like you kind of like in, in the moment of that, like just like trying to protect my mental health. Yeah. Because I've been like, as I said, I've been a lot emotional yeah. uh, in relationships and all that. And it's sometimes like, sometimes it's like, okay, like, ni siquiera vale el tiempo. You know what I'm saying? Right, como right. Que, like, it's a lot of other things that we have to be focused and we have to build. Pero luego entendí mm-hmm. que, like, hay, pro- hay problemas que son de dos. Sometimes mm-hmm. the problem de a, la persona que abusa es no la única persona que está teniendo el problema la persona mm. que se está dejando abusar también you no know? because mm. we have to, yeah we have the power to choose the moment that we want to leave we have the power to choose if we want to be there if we want to leave you know right. and sometimes we just stay for some reasons for others you know like and that it's the mentality that I think we have to change and we have to talk more in, in the way, like in a normal way, you know, right. we have to talk about, okay, you know, like maybe they don't treat me like they, they don't abuse on purpose. They just like, they don't, they don't have the, oh, he doesn't have the tool or he doesn't, you know, he doesn't understand the thing that he said right now. Right. And, and, you know, like, I think that's the way I live. I don't have, you know, tengo rencor for, for nadie. You know, no. I just like love and I think just like sharing information, sharing, you know, like uh, emotions, sharing like yeah. my life and everything, people is going to be inspired by that. And and I think like me, it's a lot of like uh, aware women out there, you know, like yeah. they're talking and, and speak about, you know, this whole situation and this whole like abusional moments in, in sure. everything. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's that's beautifully said. It's definitely, you know, uh, people are going to be inspired by by your music, which I think is in- incredible. Again, cassette is out everywhere right now. Where can people follow you on social media if they want to check you out? They want to stay, uh, you know, up to all that you're doing. Pueden seguirme por all my platforms is Andrexa, and my name is Andre. Y luego K and then K Z A A N D R E K Z A. So everywhere, I'm everywhere with that name. So yeah, you can find me. You can find me at all platforms. Uh, Andrexa, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, whatever you want to do it. Let's go. Put me music and yeah, the video, the video, I really tired. Yeah, yeah, definitely check out. I love that you do all your your visuals. I think that that adds such a personal touch to it. So, man, salute to you. I appreciate you hopping on the show. And by the way, your English is is great. Don't be nervous about speaking uh in in English. Your English is a lot better than my Spanish. It's it's um probably this is one like 
I don't know, like my third interview in English or something like that. Okay. I never do like interviews in English because it's sometimes I express myself. I'm right. a really deep person. And yeah. it's like sometimes if I can like tell things the way I want to tell, it's like frustrating right. for me. And it's like, sure. no, 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 I don't want to do it. I don't want to <laughs> do it. You know? But right yeah. now, like you have a really good energy. Thank you for having me. Thank you for for believing my, my my vision and for sure. for enjoying my music, my art, the videos and everything. Like keep doing this because we need you, you know, as an artist, like as an emerging artist, we need people mm. like you to create this platform to open this window for. I appreciate that. Anytime you want to come back, you let me know. You're you're always welcome on the show. Thank you so much. Man, big shout out to Andrexa for hopping on today's show. I really love her energy. I love she was brave enough to, man, do the interview in mostly uh, English. And for those of y'all who speak broken Spanish like myself, hopefully this was good practice for you. Definitely check out her album cassette man, and, and check out the lyrics if you can. Even if you don't speak Spanish, find like some sort of translation because I just think uh, she's doing a really great job of talking about some really important stuff, but still doing it in a fun way, uh, you know, which I think is always really, really important and, and beneficial to to really enlightening people. Now, with that said, let's get into our Ask a Gringo segment where I ask y'all a question based upon one of the stories that we covered today. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again, a paycheck for life. 
guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Ask a gringo. All right, so for today's Ask a Gringo segment, I kept saying it was based on a story we covered today, but actually it was based upon a question that that I had um, put out there to Andrexa where I was talking about how she really kind of puts every side of, of her personality out there, right? Like I talk about her branding and her social media. It's like fun and sexy, but then you listen to the music and it's, you know, bangers for the club, but also the lyrics have incredible messaging, you know, and are important when you sit there and listen to them. And it just got me thinking, you know, I know there's so many of us who don't feel like we can fully show up as ourselves, right? I mean, we talk about women in entertainment where it's like, man, they they have to be sexy, right? And they can't be too smart because it'll intimidate the men and all these machismo culture notions that we often have seen. Even when I think about myself, right? This podcast is all about essentially finding your authenticity and being comfortable walking in your own shoes. And to me, that's that same thing. I think in life, many of us hide, you know, parts of ourselves based upon the room because we don't want to be ostracized or left out of conversations, you know. And and for many, including myself, when I was living that way, it leads to a very unfulfilled life, you know, where you, you question who you truly are. And it's almost like you're you're playing these characters in, in all these different rooms that you, you find yourself in. And it's really exhausting. So I, I was curious, you know, for my listeners, I wanted to ask for this segment, what parts of yourself do you feel like you have to hide? Where and why? Now, I'm going to read a couple because today's episode went a little bit long, but I wanted to make sure I dived into a couple of these. So let's start with um, at Marcel031588. He says, I'm out proud and gay, but I still feel like I have to straighten up sometimes. And ma'am, well, first and foremost, congratulations to you on, on being able to find that comfortability in yourself to be you know, out and, and proud and all those different things. And with that said, I, I do understand, you know, uh, for you, it's straighten up. But I, I think that, that really what you're saying is sometimes you kind of have to dial back a bit of yourself to make others feel comfortable in certain situations, right? Like, I know for me, you know, if, if you really ask me, like, on this podcast, on my content, you know, my life's purpose, all of the above, what am I doing? For me, it's advocating for the Latin community, right? That's who I'm I'm speaking to. But there are times when, you know, somebody might ask me, oh, what's your podcast about? You know, what what kind of work do you do? Who, who are you speaking to? This, that, and the third. And sometimes I might not feel 100% comfortable to be that blatant about it. Like, oh, I speak to the Latin community uh, about growth and, and, and inspiration and finding their own authenticity. You know, sometimes I might dial it back and just kind of be like, oh, you know, it's about anybody who, feels like they never fit it anywhere and, and things like that, you know, and, and I've had to catch myself in those moments to try and correct it as it's happening. But it is like this trauma that is ingrained in in me wanting to, you know, fit in and me wanting to find acceptance and me wanting uh, people when they hear what I'm doing to be like, oh, wow, that sounds awesome, you know, and, and, and to try and get that reaction. It's like I'm hiding a part of myself. I'm shape shifting a bit. 
And that's not who I want to be. You know, I, I want to be able to stand confidently in the work that I'm doing and, and who I am that I can say, doesn't matter if this person is going to like it, if it's going to resonate with them, if they're going to think it's cool or not. I know that what I'm doing is important and, and is important to me and is fulfilling for me. And I would hope is, is, you know, important work for my community. And that's all that matters, you know, but there are times that old training will come back where it's like, you know, minimize yourself a little bit so you can get this person to like you, right? And, and that's not truly living in your authenticity. And it's something I still find myself catching, uh, you know, myself doing at times. And I'm trying to be more and more aware of it. And when I recognize it in the moment, I try and correct it. But you're not alone. Don't make yourself feel bad about it. You know, we're all trying to unlearn really terrible programming, you know, that we've been taught from a, a young age. So thank you for, for sharing that. And I definitely understand it in, in my own way. All right, last one here. Uh, man, this is a really important conversation. At Rebecca underscore DLM says, I married into a Caucasian family where most people made racist comments about immigrants. While I've been successful at educating my husband and his parents about immigrants, I still hide that part of me to my husband's extended family because I'm afraid they will be racist towards me or my own extended family. We're quote unquote white passing Latinos, so they have no idea. And man, you're touching on a lot of things, you know, that I, I know I can relate to in some ways. I know that other people can probably relate to this in, in many ways. You know, I know that many of the people that I grew up around share probably similar sentiments to what you're talking about. And obviously, with all we've seen in the last few years, um, you know, it, it people have gotten only more bold to be honest about who they are. But I've seen people share similar sentiments and and try and, and, and not realize that I, too, am a person of color, that I, too, am of Latin descent and would take issue with them saying something about Latinos or, or immigrants in general, you know. And it's difficult. There's there's definitely been times where I haven't been the person I want to be and I've kind of allowed things to to slide, you know, and, and again, I've gotten a lot better at it as I've gotten older and learned more and, and gotten more confident in my voice, you know, but but it's definitely, you know, a really difficult thing to to navigate. You know, I would say at least in your in your circumstance, it's not the immediate family that feels that way, right? Where your husband at least has gotten hip and open to different things, you know, and his parents as well, you know, and it's the extended family. And, and it then becomes, you know, how important is it to have these conversations, right? Because how, how important are these people to your life, essentially, right? Is it worth the mental exhaustion that you're going to go through trying to make adults, you know, unlearn decades upon uh, decades of, of racism? You know what I mean? Is it worth it or is it just kind of like they don't mean that much to your everyday life and, and you'd rather kind of save your own sanity? And, and that there's nothing wrong with that as well. We don't need to fight every single battle. And I'll be honest with you, I've gone through something similar to this recently where, you know, my my sister married into a, a Caucasian family and, you know, me and her, her husband, my brother-in-law get along great. You know, he, he's definitely a lot more open. Um, to, to conversations. But when you talk about the extended family, you know, that's when things get a little bit dicey. And I had an experience this last weekend on Easter where I got really frustrated, uh, you know, hearing the way that they were, were talking about things. And, you know, uh, it wasn't even race, racial, but in, in general, just like, you know, people are lazy in this country and everybody's getting a free ride with the unemployment. Like, just this nonsensical right wing bullshit that that are the talking points from like Fox News. Right. Uh, and and at first I was, you know, politely 
correcting things and politely, you know, uh, telling them why what they thought was was false. But I, I had to come to the realization that like it wasn't really worth getting into a whole full blown back and forth because they want to think what they want to think, right? That they they are programmed this way. And the reality is, I only see these people a few times a year on on holidays or on birthdays, you know, and and it's just not worth me investing all of this time to try and make them unlearn decades upon decades of programming, you know. Now, of course, if they say something out of line towards me or my family member or something that is incredibly racist and blatantly racist and hateful and harmful, I, I have no problem standing up and correcting that. But I do believe you have to kind of pick and choose your your battles. And I don't view that as necessarily hiding uh, a part of yourself unless you're like full blown hiding the fact that you're Puerto Rican or something like that. But, you know, I don't think engaging in these conversations is, is necessarily hiding a part of yourself. To me, it's also, um, you know, kind of choosing your own mental health and mental well-being over the idea of, of being right. You know, again, how much, you know, worth do these people have in your life? And if it's not much, then it's really not worth the mental exhaustion that comes into trying to uh, explain to people why they are racist and have just idiotic ideas on how the world works. I know I should be more empathetic with that, but I'm, I'm getting a little bit, you know, perturbed, if you will, about that 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 conversation over Easter. And it, it ironically, last thing I'll say is, is I was like I was journaling over it this week. This journal, the Daily Stoic, has like these question prompts, and one of them was kind of like vaguely about like you know, is it worth the argument? Was like the question. And I had to think about that to myself and, and think about how, A, it wasn't worth the argument. B, I allowed these people and and I allowed this situation to have an effect on my mood, you know, for the better part of the day. You know, like I left there feeling emotionally drained and just a bit like annoyed at the world kind of, you know, and that's not what I want. You know, it's not worth me feeling that way. You know, and I was like having to fight back frustration when I would quickly make a comment to correct something that they said, you know, and then they would have a rebuttal and I had to kind of like stop myself from, from, you know, coming back at them again, because it just wasn't worth this whole back and forth that potentially would have happened. So I think the point being in, in all that I was saying is that at times, I think you do have to pick and choose your battles. And, and it's not about necessarily hiding a piece of yourself. It's more so about protecting yourself in situations like that one. But yeah, I mean, are incredibly difficult. And they're still a part of me that's kind of like, man, I wish I would just fucking tore into them and let them know how incredibly idiotic they, they sound. And man, just off they are from what's actually happening in the fucking real world. But again, not worth the everything that comes along with it. You know, it's something I have to accept and deal with it myself and, and let go of myself and not allow anybody else to kind of get that that rise out of me. And with that said, thank you all so much for participating in the conversation at DJ Dramos. If you all want to be a part of these, I do it for each and every episode on my Instagram. And with that said, man, let's quickly tie everything we've learned today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. Mm. This story with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky is just like further proof of the toxicity of social media culture. I think it's not any new surprise or anything like that that we're, you know, uh, learning. I, I just think, again, it's that word empathy. And you have to understand these are actual human beings, you know, and who knows what the conversation was behind closed doors when that popped up that, you know, ASAP Rocky, who presumably is innocent, had to have with with Rihanna and had to prove to her, you know, God forbid um, that, that this was all fake. And it was just some dude on Twitter trying to find clout, you know. It's why for me, as like somebody who works in media, I never really try and get into that salacious gossip 
about people's personal lives. I'd rather have real conversations about shit that actually matters instead of trying to get, you know, some clickbait for, for the internet. And maybe that hurts my own stature in this world and the media game, but it makes me sleep easier at night. It makes me enjoy what I do just a bit more. So that's what's more important. And then talking about Greg Abbott of, of Texas is a fucking idiot, obviously. And and it's just using people like human beings who are are, you know, fighting for safety, using them as pawns to to gain some sort of notoriety by his constituents, by the Republican Party. And it's just disgusting. Like you don't use human beings as pawns in this dumb little fucking game that you're you're trying to play to to gain power. It's just disgusting. And again, that word empathy. It's like where are man, where are people's empathy for for human beings? I mean, you listen to Andrexa's story, like literally somebody who was kidnapped in her home country and her only way of getting safety was coming here under asylum. Like, think about these people's stories. They're not coming here to fucking milk the system and sit at home and not do anything. Like, they're coming here because they have no other choice. And just really, really sad that some people choose to, man, not see the humanity in, in these people. And then Carol G, man, I just love the idea of paying homage to those who came before you, you know, understanding that you're having the opportunities that you have now because the generation before you you know, was fighting to break down barriers and walls that were that were there, you know, and and that's a, such a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, it's like there are people who knock down walls so that I could be sitting here having this podcast, you know, um, and, and I'll always forever pay homage to those who came before me and, and those that I respect in, in media, like the, the Breakfast Club or something like that. You know, it's it's just great to show that kind of respect and love and understand that, you know, other people had to go through certain sacrifices in order for you to have the, the position that you have right now. And hopefully you can pass that on for the, the next generation, which I just think is, is beautiful. And then when it comes to Andrex, I just enjoy that conversation. I love this this mindset of of like, man, I think in today's culture, you have to mix that medicine with the candy. It's something I'm always trying to do, right? How can you be entertaining while still giving people the information that they need, the the important facts that they need, but give it to them in a way that is palatable for everybody, right? That everybody's open to, to, to checking out and, and ingesting. And and uh, I love that she's so mindful of that as an artist. And I think that that's, uh, you know, while it's becoming more more common in today's day and age, it's also a bit rare traditionally uh, for, for people to have that kind of self-awareness to want to be able to mix different worlds uh, together. And I just love this idea that we're, we're seeing artists push push the boundaries of what it means to be a full human being and that you don't just have to be one thing and, Obviously, in this specific thing, we're talking about women. And I just love, um, you know, these conversations that, that people like her are having about, you know, all that women go through and, and, and having to overcome, especially when you talk about machismo culture in, in, in the Latin community that has traditionally happened, you know. And I love that we're having these conversations because it means the generations that follow us will be that much better for it. And with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. Man, uh, next week will be our last episode for Financial Literacy Month on Tuesday. So I am very excited about that. I've been loving all the episodes that we've been been putting out for that. I know people have been hitting me up and saying they've been getting so much from these episodes. So I'm so proud of them. And uh, man, we'll deliver one more on uh, on Tuesday for you. Until then, have a great day weekend subscribe and like you know wherever you're listening to this podcast if you can give us a good rating wherever you're listening especially apple music and and leave us a good review all that stuff helps out and shout out to all the new listeners hopping on uh who, who saw us on apple apple music on the front page i appreciate you and uh hopefully we'll be seeing more of you as these weeks come on 
and as I as I keep trying to be an advocate for for our community. Now, with that said, have an amazing weekend, and I'll talk to y'all on Tuesday. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.